Faith Talk Live On Demand, brought to you by The Outlet Online. Huge savings on the items you need and want. It's a big deal. TheOutletOnline.com. Catch Rick and Dan live in Atlanta weekday mornings at 10 a.m. on 590 WDWD and again at 3 p.m. on 970 WNIV and 1400 WLTA. Streaming to the world on FaithTalkAtlanta.com and our mobile app. They used to be disc jockeys. Then discs disappeared. Now they're talk jockeys, spinning yarns and talking in circles. Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Yeah, look out, you should be dancing. It is the Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Monday. My gracious, I thought that Jeremy and Audrey Roloff were going to be in the studio today. It is Jason Bourne right here to the left of me. And I just punched him. He just got punched. You guys are doing too much for Jeremy's ego. Everyone with the Jason Bourne comments. I like that this has shifted from Matt Damon to Jason Bourne, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. a fan of that. You like that? <laughs> Not just Matt Damon. All right, yeah. let's yeah. see your so guns. Good. Let's see. No You've way. got the profile. <laughs> You've got the profile. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> wow. Uh, on the book, it is the old picture of you with yes, the, yes. the Samson locks. Goldie. Yeah, the experiment, yeah. the four-year experiment's over. Yeah. I like to say. <laughs> yeah, you walked in. I was like, wait a minute. That's, that's yeah, not who Jeremy. That's yeah. not Jeremy. Anyway, good to have you guys. Yeah, Pleasure to be here. You guys have been on a show now for 14 years. You're actually off now, right? You've taken a little hiatus because you've got a lot of other things going on, including this book, yes. which we're going to talk about, A Love Letter Life. Yeah. Let's play this intro first, Dan. Let's oh, do this. Yes, Can yeah, we do that? On. I'm playing with stuff over here. Here, here we, we go. go. <laughs> Three of our kids are every type, and only one is little. We have twins, but some people don't believe us because Zach is little like us, and Jeremy isn't. Hmm. Jeremy also uh, is uh, one of how many in the family total now? Yeah, so there's four kids. I'm the eldest, mm-hmm. twins with Zach, who's also uh, a dwarf, mm-hmm. and then a younger sister and a younger brother. Mm-hmm. And so we've been doing this, yeah, I mean, we're going on our 15th year. Just as you mentioned, two years ago, Audrey and I stepped away. Mm-hmm. Just it's a long 15 years is a long time to do anything, and the yeah. Lord's really been stirring on our heart, you know, time to put to use some of the tools he's given us. And so we stepped away and started pursuing some other things. So this book is really the manifestation of that. Can we talk a little bit about the show, then get into the book? Now, sure, four, yeah. now you said 14 years, they followed you around with cameras. You probably get this question yeah, all the time. Yeah. How crazy is that? That's a lifestyle that you got to... Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of a private person. Yeah. I mean, I'm on the radio and we're on Facebook Live. But when I go home... I just want to, yeah, I got the kids there. I want to watch TV, you know, totally. that kind of thing. How was it really 14 years of cameras everywhere, right? Yeah, no, it, I mean, they were in the beginning, it's, we were what you would call a docu-series. So yeah. we were, we were, you know, they literally documented everyday life. And so it, I don't know, it's kind of one of those things where people ask me all the time, like, well, what's it like having a little person dad? And I look at them and I go like, well, what's it like having a big person dad? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a dad. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's yeah. what I know. And like, I was 12 years old and was 13 years old when we started filming. So in yeah. a sense, it's just like, isn't that normal? You know, yeah. but, but I do remember life before it, of course. And uh, I don't think that being on TV is natural. So I think it's counter to everyone's spirit because there's yeah. just, there's an, there's an idolatry that happens in yeah. culture when all that happens. And yeah. so I think recognizing that's important. Um, and I think I recognize that, wow, what a unique circumstance, Yes, but it's just that a circumstance. And so I've mm-hmm. tried to dealt with it 
appropriately. Mm. Remind us how you guys met. It was a blind date. I read a line. It was a blind date. Yes. Yeah. Uh, can you set Not that? Not so blind in the sense that we actually were set up by friends that we knew and trusted. So okay. it wasn't just like yes. random this blind This wasn't date. like All met right. on the internet yeah. and decided to show up. <laughs> right. you know? exactly. You didn't swipe yes. to the left. No. no. There was none right. of that happening. However that goes. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. We don't really know how that Back in the either. day when my wife and I dated, we sent carrier pigeons with little notes. Do oh you love her? Yes. Yes. No. But today technology is much. Wow. I'm sorry, I digress. No, so, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Tell us a story. Yeah, so we met, we had mutual friends that were dating. Um, one grew up with Jeremy, one grew up with me and our friends, they were dating and they set us up on like a double blind date before church uh-huh. and we went to church together basically. Went That's to the macaroni grill date. before. Sure sign, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then uh, Jeremy pursued me. Uh-oh. We were just friends for two years wow. after that. So it wasn't like a sparks fly low at first sight yeah. kind of a moment. We were intrigued by each other. Yeah. But that was about yeah. it. Hmm. And, and I, I like to Two say, like, friendship, in the book, then, I say, like, what some would call, like, bro, you're friend zoned. I call mm-hmm. it pursuit. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So like, oh. I, I was in this journey of winning her heart because I knew if, like, banging out the door, I wouldn't get in. She'd yeah. have to let it open from yeah, the inside. Yeah. But it so. wasn't, like, creepy pursuit. It was yeah. the, for, <laughs> yeah. the first chapter. <laughs> it was peeking in outside right, the window. Like, there's yeah. some guys where it's like, okay, get the picture. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's just not into you. But it wasn't like that. Jeremy was really patient about it. He was really yeah. intentional about the way that he yeah. pursued me while still giving me my space. I knew when not so, to text her. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And we talk a lot about her. that in the book and patient yeah. pursuit. You weren't, you weren't outside of her window no. and going, Throwing Audrey, I love you! <laughs> <laughs> no. How but did cool. you know all along that, that she was going to be the one? I mean, Yeah, I mean, I walked into my mom's kitchen, and we tell this whole story in the book. Uh, pretty early on, like after a couple times hanging out, I said, Mom, I'm going to marry this girl. Wow. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until three and a half years later it happened. Now, what did your mom say? You know, she thought it was cute, but she said... <laughs> She said, Jared. Sure, Jared. Jared. 19 year old Jared. To quote, she's a very nice girl. Uh, (laughs) That's the motherly thing to say. Yes. Isn't it? Audrey, on your end now, here you see, did you at any point, I know it was a two year friendship thing. Yeah. But at what point did you go, hey, I really like him as a a friend? Mm. I I think I may like him, love him even more. How does that, how'd that happen for you? Yeah. So in the book, there's a chapter called Every Wall Must Fall. And I was a really guarded, you know, I'd been fresh out of a relationship when I first met Jeremy Mm. and I had a lot of walls up. Mm. And so it was this process of Jeremy, like gently and patiently breaking Mm. down my walls. And eventually I let my walls fall down. And um, finally, after a year after Jeremy told me that he loved me, I set it back. (laughs) So um, it was a long, you know, he was very patient. And, but then once I, once I said it and kind of admitted it, like I'm kind of an extremist person, like I'm all in once I'm all in. So at that moment there was like a huge shift in my heart and, um, that and then was you a, were stalking we him were doing, and yeah, right, exactly. outside his window. And, <laughs> 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 Pretty much. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then we did. Yeah, it distance. was a process. And I think that's one thing we would say about culture is we try to rush everything. People yeah. ask, like, mm-hmm. what's the one thing you tell our the youth? I would say be wait. patient. Yeah. yeah. Like, wait. Like, that's yeah. so good, because Jeremy. Because we're yeah. looking at these stories and these these highlight reels on Instagram, right? And then we're we're saying like my relationship has to look like that and be yeah. that right now today yeah and we're rushing into we're doing a ton of damage with because we're all just impatient mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that so. is that is well said we want to dissect the book a little bit we want to find out people's response we've got jeremy yeah. and audrey roloff you recognize them obviously if you've seen the show if you're watching if you're listening you can check out facebook live and their stuff as well 
They also have a, uh, and I put it down here, what is it, 50%, what is it called? Oh, yeah. The, uh, the nonprofit yeah, that you guys? Beating, beating 50%. 50%. Beating 50%. We want to dig into that as well. There's a book signing tonight. Is it around 7-ish? What time is yeah, that? Yeah, 7. 7 at the Books Million in Lawrenceville? At Sugarloaf Sugar uh, Mall, oh, okay. which is in Lawrenceville. Yes, okay. yes. And that is in Gwinnett County. So check them out. Buy the book. You can talk to them. I'm sure they'll sign the yeah, book. Yeah, we'll spend yes. minutes uh, talking to that you. That kind of thing. So you went to, was it Oregon State? You, yes, you ran. Cross country, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and so you were that. Did you? I'm not sure. Were you into sports at all? Or? Yeah, I mean, I played soccer, but outside of that, no, not really. Mm-hmm. So what? Were I was the, always athletic, but but yeah. but not the runner, not the college athlete like Audrey. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go, go. Captain of the team, you know the whole thing, scholarship. Mm-hmm. So what were what were you? What did you guys usually do? Did you go to movies? Did yeah. you, I mean, did you do what did you do? You grew up in Oregon. Now for yeah. us, now Oregon yeah. is a beautiful state as yes. we've never mm-hmm. been there, but we see it obviously mm-hmm. online and we see pictures and stuff. But it seems to me like a, just one big vast forest. <laughs> what, is, what is there to do yes. in Oregon besides oh. farming oh, and man. running? Oh no, there's so much. There's it, mountains, rivers, lakes, ocean, fields, farms. Yeah, we have it. There's desert. The like, we have it all in Oregon. It's varied. Yeah, it's awesome. for sure. So, awesome but, up, but I've been plagued with this question, and um, it's kind of like my opening theory in the book or whatever. But uh, growing up on the farm, I think this really was instilled to me. And the question was, what kind of story am I living? Mm-hmm. And because like on the farm, there's the cowboy town, there's a castle and like all these stories were brought to life. Mm-hmm. And so when I started dating Audrey or pursuing her, rather, I was asking myself, like, what kind of love story do I want? Mm-hmm. And so that really ignited us to, you know, to put it, it made Jeremy it do the frankly, crazy thing, get off the couch, yeah. get out from behind the phone and go do stuff because wow. the, the story we're living today is ultimately the one we're going to be told tomorrow. Mm. And that's really what we want this book to do is ignite people to like, at the end of your life, listen, not only is your life song going to be played back mm. and we're going to be held accountable for everything, but your love story is going to be read back to you. My gracious. We hope you like what you hear. Wow. Mm. That's deep, man. And yeah, that's that, mo- that should be motivating. Yeah. Like, so we were like, wow, like I don't want to watch another Netflix series. Let's go canoe the Columbia. Yeah. Whoa, like I don't want to like text you hi. I want to show up at your house unannounced, knock on the door and surprise you. Mm. Like I don't you know, you know, you get the idea. And so we just kept pursuing this and that's what we want the book and to do. And doing things that one of us had never done before, whether it was me bringing yes. him along on an adventure, him bringing me. We learned things about each other in bringing each other into each other's worlds yeah. or experiences. Wow. Mm-hmm. It was such a great like thing for our dating relationship because we just got to see each other outside of our comfort zones. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Now, so. was both of your uh, definition of adventure the same? Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Or was it like, oh, wow, yeah, I don't yeah. know if I'm about this. Yeah, the, the walk Jeremy's... across the street to 7-Eleven was pretty intense. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jeremy, so Jeremy, like, grew up doing some very reckless, crazy things with all of his friends. Well, he's a boy. Well, he's he's a farm, farm boy. Farm boy at that, right? You know, yeah. really. Jordan's no. How many yeah. things can I trespass on? What do you call on? you guys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. We explored that question for yeah. sure. But yeah, Definitely. yeah. But but you got on the same page. She and did. So yeah. yeah. No, I loved it, and I mean, I grew well, up in the he, suburbs and went to like a massive yeah. public high school, and so yeah. for me, I've always I always craved that type of adventure, but I never met anyone that actually had lived the things that I always like yeah. thought would be so fun to do. So, so cow tipping really... was not something you did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I know we're kind of, but also on the flip side, though, like I had never played a board game. 
And so, like, I really, learned, oh, I wow. yeah, I mean, I farm. had a, like a, <laughs> yeah. a couple, but I had I started to do board games and more of these like family intimate experiences, and wow. so we kind of we helped each other out in that way. All right, well, the adventure continues. We'll talk about that after the hard break. Is Jeremy and Audrey Roloff? I love a uh, love light our life. We're going to talk more. Yeah. They're going to do a book signing tonight. We'll say more about that, and uh, also about a book we are giving away. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Stay right there. Whether Rick is your pick or Dan is your man, you wound up with both of them. Aren't you lucky? Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Love it, love it, love it. It is the Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Hope you're having a good Monday. Love the chat we're having while the break's going on with Jeremy and Audrey Roloff. Uh, they have a book out, and it's called A Love Letter Life. And you may recognize them from the show Little People, Big World. And uh, it's still on, isn't it? It's still yeah, on. You guys on. aren't on there. Well, you make cameos, I think I, I like heard to, you say. I like to say we may have quit the show. We did not quit our family. So. <laughs> ah, there you go. If okay. we'll, we're going to be at the birthday parties. We're going to be at the events. Yes. But. Has there been response uh, from fans going, where are they? Yeah, I yeah. love those two. Mm. Yeah, there's been a, there's yeah. been a bit of that. Yeah. There's <laughs> also been the other. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness they are gone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. plenty of both. <laughs> Forget those People guys. People are opinionated. There's always haters, aren't <laughs> yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. You guys have a book signing tonight. We want to get into that. And Beating 50%, we're going to talk about that and more about this book. Things like uh, Covenant Marriage, What Is It? What Does It Look Like? Mm. And some prayers and response from people that have heard about, if they've not read the book, heard about the just kind of the the, the pencil, the yeah. thumbnail sketch of it. We'll talk about that in a second. Mm-hmm. Another book and another guy that we have on the show, Pastor Greg Laurie, mm-hmm. A New Beginning, he's given that book out with, with a really cool VW van on the... And we want that van. <laughs> Maybe if he's listening, yeah. he'll let us have that van whenever we're done with this Let's thing. give, we got to give, well, we give that away by going to the website. Yeah, go to the website. It's Jesus, excuse me, Jesus Revolution is the name of the book. If you go to faithtalkatlanta.com and uh, click on Greg Laurie's banner there, you can uh, get all the details on how you can get that absolutely free. And of course, Greg's show is on uh, right after our show here yeah. at 11 o'clock on 590. Great show. Check it out, faithtalkatlanta.com. Meanwhile, a love letter life. It is Jeremy and Audrey Roloff. How long did it take you guys to say... Let's put this down on on paper and let's put it in book form. Oh, yeah. You mean just the story in general? Yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, you know, really this book is kind of an overflow of our passion um, as we explore and learn what it means to actually pursue a healthy relationship, like Christ-centered and in pursuit. Because we believe, you know, the point of marriage isn't marriage itself. And so we've been exploring that the last couple of years with like mentors and just discussions and obviously love if left by its own on its own accord often does not endure because mm. if you can fall into love obviously you can fall out of it mm-hmm. and so we just started kind of thinking about that wrestling with with those questions and this book is kind of our story coupled with the exploration of of that and like mm-hmm. well, how does love succeed and like what does it look like and and uh, again we're no experts we always yeah. say like hey we're just on a journey and we just mm-hmm. we're trying to bring as much people intentionally along with us so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so how does that change things do you think though uh, when you're going into marriage with a thought of um you know this is not just something you fall into and you can yeah. fall back out of again yeah. this is yeah. a commitment a covenant yeah. if you will how does that change things do you think I think one of the things that we're super passionate about and like a huge heart behind this book is just, you know, in the culture that we live in today, everyone's so obsessed with 
planning an epic wedding, but they forget to plan an mm, epic marriage or mm-hmm. prepare for marriage at all. I mean, mm. you meet people that are engaged and you say, how's wedding planning going? But do you ever ask how's marriage planning right. going? Wow. And it's just, we don't do anything to prepare for our marriages. But like, if you look at, Jeremy says yeah. this all the time, you yeah, say- Yeah, well, I mean, if you look at every single successful sports team, organization, school, you name it, what do they all have? They all have mission statements. They have mm. rhythms. Goals. They have yearly summits. They've got goals. They've got plans to achieve those goals. And then we're all jumping into marriage with what? Leaving it up leaving to chance. Leaving it up to chance. Like, it's like, right. it's wow. a very Let's interesting. Let's just see what happens. Yeah. It's organic. Yeah. We don't need a plan You mean for to it. tell me the, the one thing that has the most power to interpret how I experience life mm. and influence culture at large, I'm going in with no plan. Right. It's like yeah. super interesting. And I think yeah. that's why we're seeing the results we're seeing, not just in the Christian church, but culture at large. And so mm. we were like, whoa pump the brakes here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let's explore this. Let's dive yeah. in and let's see, you know, what the, and going back to the whole covenant thing, you know, promise, not a contract, all those cliche mm-hmm. answers, mm-hmm. but it's so true. It's like as believers, you know, that's what the Lord did for us and yeah. we're supposed to mimic that. And yeah. so if we're supposed to mimic that, you know, obviously that, that takes a lot more than chance. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we were really fortunate to have just amazing mentors and older couples in a season of life ahead of us, mentoring us on that journey to marriage and mm. even still now in our marriage yeah, today. Yeah. But just a lot of our friends and like our generation doesn't have that. And yeah. so I think, you know, and that's, that hurts Eating our 50. hearts a little bit. And I feel like, you know, we, we want to sort of bridge that gap of taking, you know, we've been so blessed and fortunate to have this wisdom. And so we're basically just sharing the things that we've learned from those people right. and repackaging it in a way where our generation yeah. can easily consume it, like through this book and through beating 50%. Yeah. But so um, that's kind of the point of beating 50 is basically like the older generation are losing the ability to to communicate with the younger generation mm-hmm. because of the technology gap. Mm-hmm. And the younger generation are losing the ability to actually talk and communicate with the older generation right. because of the technology gap. And so beating 50, we kind of built as this conduit, if you will, between the generations. We want to connect the two because mm-hmm. people say there's no such thing of, as shortcuts in life. I disagree. There are, and they come from mentors, people that have done there, been there, mm. done and, there, and been know there. the road. Like, that's where shortcuts come from. <laughs> right. We've been talking a lot lately. We've been talking, yeah, whatever I said. But anyway, that was a lot there, but... I love how she just throws that. She's making fun of you. Just, yes. just throws it out there. That's so, so I like what you say about the younger generation, because I mentioned earlier in the break that I have a 30-year-old, but I also have a 16-year-old. Yeah, Now wow. we're both on the Facebook, the yeah. Facebook. so shouldn't there be a connection? The Facebook. <laughs> the Facebook. Yeah. That makes it even better. Yeah. But you're absolutely right. Right. Uh, I mean, there is uh, there's there's sometimes there's a chasm there. And yeah, and it has to I love technology. Yeah, I believe it's from God. Totally. But it's but we abuse it. I mean, yeah. we abuse it mm-hmm. totally, there and we're like, we should be right. talking to each other, and we're yeah. I'm oh, checking yeah. my status on Facebook to see how many likes I have. Oh, yeah. well, I don't know yeah. how many times we'll sit there and text each other in the same room. Yeah, we're not actually talking to each yeah. other. Yeah, we say it's like, one of those things, know, it's the Go biggest on. technology and phones in general can be the biggest threat to our love stories yes. for our generation today. Yeah. Just the distraction that it is, the yeah. you know, you're connecting so much with this device, but then not with your spouse, right. and it's just like yeah, but I mean, it can be a tool just as so much. Helpful. But Mm-hmm. But as just as helpful as, as technology is, it can be just as damaging. And we're all addicted mm-hmm. to, on some level. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. all addicted on some level. Uh, you, you talk about having mentors that are older than you. How yeah. important was it, the selection process of selecting mentors? How, how did you go mm-hmm. through that? Because yeah. I mean, you can get some mentors who can mentee you in the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. how important is that? Yeah. Well, I, I think fruit is a big thing. Like, yeah. you know. 
they've obviously got to have fruit and I think the Holy Spirit will, will help helped us in a way like kind of filter that process but it's funny because we have like mentors in school they're called teachers mm-hmm. we have mentors in sports they're called coaches but then like very few of us actually take the effort to find mentors in life right called mentors mm-hmm. and so it's just it's just such an obvious thing I feel like when when you hear that or say that but it's so true and so mm-hmm. for us um, we really want to encourage our generation specifically like hey guys like there are people out there that are doing life really well mm-hmm. and um, go find them. And it doesn't yeah. need to be hard. Like it, it's nervous. And even older people are like, oh, I don't want to be a mentor. So don't go ask someone to be a mentor. Literally <laughs> ask them to dinner. say, hey, yeah. can I buy you a cup of coffee? <laughs> yeah. And then just keep doing that once a month. Before you know it, you'll <laughs> accidentally have a mentor. Right. Because like once you put that pressure of like, will you be my mentor? Yes. It gets awkward. And it's yeah. like in the yeah. church, especially that's become just such a thing. And it's we just ask older couples to dinner. Like, yeah. let's just go. Can we ask yeah. pick your brain? And then can we, we just you guys some ask questions? him questions yeah. yeah and like i said three months later it's like they're mentoring us but they don't know it right yeah, yeah right exactly, exactly. Yeah. do they still not know it do they realize no, they, well, <laughs> no, they, now they, they now like some of them know they it. Know some it of them now. don't though some of them know well it. if yeah. they're We're watching still... this show yeah. no doubt yeah. now they know you <laughs> yeah. know who you are yeah, yeah. Right. chances are they're probably thinking well i'm not really a mentor we just yeah. sit and talk yeah yeah my experience yeah totally totally yeah but there's so much life that happens there and again it just goes back to being intentional about it so instead yeah. of watching that extra Netflix episode, go to dinner with someone. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Back to, to me, the, to me, the pressure's off. Then if you're just yeah. kind of hanging with somebody, yeah, right. eating dinner, and you, you yeah. know, conversation is organic. To yep. me, I, that's my favorite kind of totally. conversation. So you're gleaning from that, yeah, mm-hmm. without them really realizing that you are. No pressure. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. and it's, it's kind of like. like well, dating it's, with us it's too the same it's like thing the we, same thing or is yeah. that what you're gonna say well no i was gonna say it's oh. the same thing you do with your friends okay. like i work out most of my life's problems with my friends but i'm not sitting down with my friends going like hey let's like you know let like mentor me through this you know it's just an organic conversation right. Mm-hmm. yeah right but. love that all right jeremy and uh, audrey here roll off they've got a book it's called a love letter life folks couples singles this is for everybody once yeah. they've read the book they're gonna come out with what Yeah. So, you know, we feel whether you're single, dating, engaged or married, everyone wants a creative and intentional and a faithful love story. Mm -hmm. And those are time. Those are tried and true, timeless things. And and no matter where you're at, you can pursue it. If people read this, we hope they put the book down and they feel ignited and inspired and equipped to pursue their own love letter life. Ultimately, the love story that they would want read back Mm -hmm. to them one day. I love the, uh, I guess where the title came from was the love letters that you mm-hmm. typed, typed mm-hmm. on a typewriter to mm-hmm. Audrey. Number one, where did you find a typewriter that still works? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now we like collect them. We have a couple them. of them. Yeah. We have wow. them all over our house. Do you really? Yeah. 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 The yeah. one that he proposed to me on is the, on the entryway table in our house. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Some fun was it electric or was it manual? No, it was no, manual, yeah. dude. Like I, I brushed these things with a dude. toothbrush and cleaned them. And well, So the other thing, the point behind the title, yeah. yes, the obvious one is right. love letters. But the other thing is like letters are intentional. They take time. They're often cumbersome. They're inconvenient. There's no backspace key. They take a lot of patience. Mm-hmm. Going back to the patience aspect for mm-hmm. our youth. Those are all qualities that every healthy relationship needs to right. thrive and so it's like wow we want our love story to reflect that of a love letter so that kind of okay like that plus the letters long distance and our generation is life. so yeah. like the opposite of that they're so yeah. convenience now impulse not effortful not being creatively intentional yeah you know so so now is that what you thought about that. beforehand or was there just happened to be a typewriter no, there i just thought like, <laughs> no yeah we, we just thought like going back to the core of it we were just like oh our well because we did long distance three years and we yeah. said like okay well this probably won't you know, 
it, this won't be the story we want to tell one day if we rely on text messages and Skype calls. Mm-hmm. So how do we, what's something we can do to make this something, a story worth t- writing about? Right. Mm-hmm. The typewriter fit the bill. Very cool. That is genius. I mm-hmm. love that. Love this book too. You'll want to get a copy of it. In fact, you'll want to show up tonight at uh, Sugarloaf Mall and uh, see these guys. Get a book and uh, they'll no doubt sign it for you. So we'll yeah. tell you more and uh, I'll dig up the address and we can give that out as well. Well, Jeremy and Audrey Roloff, Little People, Big World, they got a new book. It's called A Love Letter Life. We'll be back with more. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Today, your first day listening to Faith Talk Live, that's one in a row. You should be proud of yourself. Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Look out, it is the Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Jeremy and Audrey Roloff in the studio and time flies. I, I wish we could have these guys for days. Can you, can <laughs> they, we, they might be a little worn out after. <laughs> well, I know they had, they're going They're going to a hospital visit, then they've got the signing, then they're on the Dallas. If we could get like somebody bar the door, could you yeah, text Shamso to put, uh, we could just keep them all week. Yeah. Well, you guys are fun. Oh, you guys are you. amazing. <laughs> love what love what you do. Thank you so much thank for giving your lives up. This you're giving your life up here and mm, here yeah. on the show and what you're doing from now on. And by Thanks. the way, here's the book. If you're yeah. watching on Facebook Live, here's the book cover. It is called A Love Letter <laughs> Life, and you can get yours tonight at Sugarloaf uh, Mall there in, uh, it's right there off of 120. And if you go 85, you'll see uh, the 120 exit there, and you can just pull off and go to the mall. Books a million, and uh, see them by the book. And, and get an autograph, and and I know it's yeah. going to be a great experience for you. Here's a great experience, Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Uh, we listen to the show every single day here at Faith Talk Atlanta. You can get Pray Big, his uh, book, which mm-hmm. is, uh, that's a newer book, isn't it? Pray yeah, a newer book, and it's re- really pretty short, easy read. And even if you may think, man, I've read 800 books on prayer, it's, it's really a great practical book. And uh, Alistair Begg, he's just a, an incredibly uh, intelligent man and uh, and just covers some really great things about prayer and why prayer is important uh, and different aspects. And uh, as a matter of fact, we talked to him, played the, the uh, interview on this past Friday. We may yeah, play yeah. it again yeah. uh, just in case you missed it. So you can get that. Just go to faithtalkatlanta.com and click on the Truth For Life banner. you got to get this book, Jeremy and Audrey Roloff. It is a love letter life. Love talking to you guys. Yeah. Last segment here. Really want to talk about what you want to talk about. Let's do this first, though. <laughs> Response so far. Response so far. Like, we are just, I think we've been just go, go, go. So we're still a little bit in the shock and awe phase. (laughs) Yeah. But it's been just so cool to see people single, dating, engaged, married 30 years, people having assigned books to their two-year-olds that they're going to give to them when they're 15. Mm. You know, people married 30 years that are re-inspired to love more creatively and intentionally people that are single that feel like they have hope. Mm. You know, it's yeah. just like so cool. It's like everything we've prayed for for years. Yeah. I mean, we we God's really we really poured <laughs> prayer and effort into every page and I feel like, you know, we did our best to work the hardest we can to make sure it's a book that kind of bridged this gap, if mm. you will, but yeah. it needed that X factor and we believe the Lord's definitely blown some wind in the sails of this project because yes. the response has been way over what we could have imagined. New York yeah. Times bestseller, 
Yeah. Wow. Congratulations so, on that. Yeah. That's so great. That, I mean, that was one of those we God goals, you know, like yeah. you put out there. Yeah. And so it's just been fantastic. How and, did you get that phone call, email, text? Our publisher FaceTimed us and yeah. we were in the car driving from one media thing to the next thing. And we they were all there like with streamers yeah. and like FaceTiming us. And we were just like, are you kidding? Did you scream? I mean, I would. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And then we got back to our hotel room and just bawled because we were just like, <laughs> this is our I mean, eyeball. two year project. <laughs> yeah. I didn't I mean, cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Bourne here, right? Jason Bourne. <laughs> I would have expected Audrey to say that. Oh, I wouldn't cry. I didn't no. cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, no, two, two, I mean, two year process culminating with an, a New York Times bestseller. Like, yeah. And just the holy ma- smokes, I mean, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. just been so good. Good on, good on you guys. Thank and it's man. a message. Both of you, Thank really. you, Rick. Mm. Yeah. And if we, hopefully this is okay to talk about. We were talking about this during the break. Um, before you guys got married, you had to discuss whether your uh, wedding was going to be on yeah. the show or not. Yeah. And that yeah. was uh, not really a fight, but, you know, a discussion. Oh, it, that you, <laughs> it's okay. Okay, I'm trying to be nice. But it's in the Code of Conflict <laughs> chapter. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> it was an intense negotiation. Hey, as Emerson Egrich puts it, it was heated fellowship. Yeah. Heated fellowship. Heated fellowship. We've talked I to Emerson. That. Yes, yeah. I remember yes. that. That's awesome. But yeah. so, as but but you guys worked it out and obviously it was on TV but you said um, if if it hadn't been on TV this book may not have come about yeah, yeah. How, how else have you seen God's hand at work through all of this and how mm. everything has worked together oh my gosh there's so many endless <laughs> stories and things it's a great question yeah I mean it's just been incredible to see like the way that we end this book and just I mean you guys gotta read it because <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> give it away to like the reader but like just the things that God prompted me to do on our wedding day yeah, and then yeah. like how that ties into the title of the book and the stories and the letters and the letter that I wrote to my daughter on our wedding day mm. not knowing that I would have a daughter even mm, let alone yeah. it be our first child and mm. yeah. I mean it's just like in saying how God is just like we feel worked in our story and in this book we like, feel humbled and honored because we believe this is a message that culture needs at large not just millennials but like yeah. this is just this is a message like people need to come back to these qualities i mm. think and we're humbled and honored that like the, we feel the lord's using this project this book to, to in part deliver that message and yeah and he's just been he's shown up in amazing ways and it's just been awesome so mm. the response yeah. is more than we could have hoped for jeremy nodred roloff the book is called uh, love letter life you got enough uh, stuff for book two what's next for you guys yeah yes your future is huge man Both i know <laughs> Well, we have a, we have a 19 month old daughter, and we miss her a lot, and we, yeah. we need some family yeah, we got, time. We but got a couple yeah. more books in we our are, brain, I think. There is um, more coming. There's, there's <laughs> Just more put books. It that way. There's more books coming for sure, and uh, you know we'll we'll obviously write our own books and whatnot. And we got a podcast that's um, doing pretty well. Behind, behind the scenes, we're podcast. having a lot of fun with that behind the scenes podcast. Yeah. A uh, ton of interviews coming up this season. Um, yeah, it's been really fun. They can get that probably iTunes and yeah, uh, where and, else oh yeah, can anywhere, anywhere you can anywhere listen podcasts, to podcasts. Yeah, well, what's your we're, website that they can yeah, go to, to? Really, if you want to see everything we're up to, BD Fifty, you know, always more. We have this ministry for college women. Always believe in the more that's within them, based on the verse Ephesians three twenty clothing mm-hmm. line there. But all the things you can just go to the rolloffs dot com, and that's pretty find much everything the landing page for all our projects. So. Love that. Wow. College. Talk real quick about the college women. Uh, what yeah. What did you just mention? Yeah. So I was a collegiate athlete, distance runner. I used to write these words always more on my arm before every race. And it was just a reminder that, you know, I always had a little bit more to give in that point in the race when I got tired. It comes mm. from the verse in Ephesians 3.20. Mm. Now to him who's able to do immeasurably more than we could ever mm. ask or imagine. So my life mission mantra, it also kind of ties into beating 50 in the book and everything is just 
that we can always give more through Christ that's within us and that there's always more to discover about God, his character, you know, so always more has just been a huge yeah. thing. And we started a clothing line and girls like hundreds like of a, girls a have it tattooed tattoos. on their body. Yeah. Wow, it's like wow. insane. It's like become a movie. So it's kind of like this, you know, <laughs> it's been backburnered a little bit with this book, but yeah. it's also like yeah. a huge thing. And there's some fun things coming in the future with that too. So yeah. we're excited. All so right. Speaking cool. of future 19 month old daughter yeah. and you miss her yeah. more something, on the way. Something or awful. Something, yeah. yes. That's what old people do, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you got to have any more children. <laughs> no, I get more. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, yeah, you, no, you got a busy yeah. life. Hey, we're we're working on it. Yeah, we're working on yeah. it. Yeah, um, we've always wanted a big family. So yeah. how big? Hopefully, we'll take them one at a we'll time. <laughs> That's a good uh, diplomatic I, I, answer. I would say four, f- five, or six is big. You know, yeah. yes. Like we, we would like a couple kids for sure. So we're, yeah, we're working on it. Now, do you guys are you guys living out in the country or are you in the city? So we're in the burbs. We're in the, in the burbs. burbs. Okay. Yeah. So they don't it, have the big farm to run around we're on like, like you eight, have. We're eight minutes away from the farm. Okay. So, and yeah, her so parents can... actually have a farm okay. that's a stone throw away. Awesome. Um, so we so get the best of both worlds. Best then. of both yeah. worlds there, yeah. But we're, cool. we're looking for some land. Okay. I'll right. say that. Very cool. <laughs> Love that. Uh, what's one thing you want folks to walk away with once they've uh, read the book and uh, just experienced you guys and all that you do, not just the book. With the clothing line, just your lives. Yeah. What would you like to leave? What What's your legacy? That sounds like an old guy talking. But yeah. What's your legacy? <laughs> That's a hard yeah. question at 29. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, we we want people to wake up, and and this is such a valuable life we have, and we get to live it on mission for God, for mm. our Creator, on purpose to point people towards Him, mm-hmm. and we've got eternity at stake here. Mm. So, like, wow, let's wake up and let's live the stories that we would want read back to to us one yeah. day. And so we want we would want people to read this book, put it down, and feel a burning in their soul, an ignition to get off the couch, whatever it is, and go pursue the story that they would want read mm. back to them. Wow. Holidays for you guys. What does it look like with your your huge families? Uh, does, yeah. it, does everybody get together, yeah. or how does no. that go for you? No, <laughs> yeah, no. Did you see the we way she looked at him? Because like, <laughs> no. it is hard, you know. <laughs> like, okay, we gotta go now. I think this. everyone has family dynamics. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, they do. Yeah. Which you talk about uh, in the book about uh, fighting and how to fight uh, successfully. Totally. I, yes, yeah. yes. How which, to fight fair. Which is a great yeah. thing to put in a book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes we think that because there's there's a little friction that we're doing things wrong, but yeah. friction means we just need to talk right. this through. Yeah, definitely. And it's an opportunity to grow and learn more about each other and prevent yeah. it happening again. So. Yeah, we have this whole thing of like code of conflict. So if you're going to have conflict, if it's absolutely unavoidable, you better learn how to do it well. And mm-hmm. so that's kind of a concept we explore in the book. But. That's good because people in marriages are going to fight. Yeah, not not right. yep. Two not people gonna... coming together, yeah. that is a collision of conflict. Yes, yeah. it is. <laughs> learn how to deal with it. Yeah, yeah. it you got to get this book. Love these guys. Would love to have them back. Jeremy and Audrey Roloff. It's uh, Love Letter Life. Check them out tonight at the uh, Sugarloaf Mall there in uh, Lawrenceville right off of uh, 85. And check out their website and see what's going on with them. Tomorrow's another great show. Have a great Monday. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. See you.